0: Hey there friends, you are tuned in to the Unconventional Yogi Podcast with yours truly, Colette Marie. It's been a minute, it's been a while, and I've had a lot on my mind to think about. But most recently, I had spent a handful of days contemplating whether or not I should continue taking my supplements. And here's why. In probably some time in May, my significant other and I contracted COVID. And we went through the symptoms, a little bit of um, congestion to start, but eventually a fever, he had a sore throat. I actually had a migraine, vomiting, diarrhea, body fatigue, and all of that lasted probably about 12 hours. It was more intense on a Saturday, but by Sunday, I was feeling okay. And the days following our experience, there were mucus that needed to, there was mucus that needed to be, uh, you know, just dislodged, you know, just, just the body was still in the process of healing. And while I was going through that, I didn't take any of my supplements. Well, first of all, I couldn't keep anything down. That Saturday, I, I couldn't keep food down, couldn't t- keep aspirin down, couldn't couldn't take any homeopaths or any herbal medicines of any sort. In other words, everything that I have typically do in terms of supplementation, I couldn't do any of those things. None of that stuff was going to have any effect on my body and I just couldn't keep it down in the days you know following that Saturday I still didn't take any supplements in fact I had stop- I just went ahead and just stopped taking them since that point in time and that I believe it's already been like five six weeks at this point um and so Given the fact that there was a lot of time that had passed between taking regularly regimented tinctures and herbal supplements, powders, protein, this and that, um, my different herbs and all of that stuff. I was taking all those things daily and of course I would go through a process every now and then where I would stop taking everything and just let my body go back to zero and then kind of build back up again and filter different herbs into into the mix to see which ones actually had an effect. In this case, I didn't do that. So I just decided in the last handful of days that I'm actually, I'm done. That I'm done taking herbs, I'm done taking vitamins, I'm done taking processed supplements, protein powders, doesn't matter, vegan, Protein powders don't agree with my stomach. There, there's something about it. They're process; these are processed items. So let me be clear: when you're plucking something from the vine, from a tree, plucking it or pulling it out of the ground, its vitality has uh, a limited amount of time. In other words, if you eat a rooted vegetable or you cut shrubbery from the source itself and you boil water and you steep the shrubs in tea like a tea, uh, you you lose the vitality within a short period of time, the moment that the fruit or the vegetable or the leaf is cut from the source. So the idea of taking something natural like say sage leaves, right, and drying them out and then using them in in some sort of extract for healing, it would need to be done in a very and it, it would that process would need to take place pretty quickly in other words the way that things are extracted and processed and and bottled and shelved by the time you actually get your hands on those items the vitality of those items are extremely low extremely low it's no different from getting Macintosh apples from Washington, the state of Washington, once they've been plucked from the tree, packaged, uh, parceled out, thrown in a box, put in a truck, and driven across the country to Pennsylvania, and then into a distribution house, which then how somehow compartmentalizes what Apples go to what store, and then those trucks then drive and eventually make their way to the giant that's around the corner in which I go and buy an Macintosh Apple. So, the number of days from point A to point D, it, it, there's vitality is very limited, you know. So, by the time we get the apple, or if the oranges come from California. They're not going to have a shelf life for very long once you actually get your hands on them. The same concept applies to supplements, tinctures in a bottle, in a bottle that come from other states. Now, if you make them yourself and you steep them, brew them, do all that, package them yourself, well, that's an entirely different story, my friend. You are doing a far more superior job with your body by doing it that way rather than buying them from an apothecary that has to then outsource the product from another state which who knows when it was made by the time they got their hands on it and then by the time you actually got your hands on it. So the shelf life is is, is extended for a reason so that by the time you get to the product you have some measure of vitality left barely if not at all. So I'm abandoning all things homeopath tinctures, vitamins supplements all of that stuff besides your body adapts to those things after a while and they're no longer as viable or useful or as effective than they were when you first started using them so for example if I take turmeric in the beginning and my body's not had turmeric in a very long time my body will respond pretty quickly to the turmeric and I'll feel a difference but if I take turmeric over a period of time every day over weeks and months, the turmeric doesn't have or hold the same effectiveness in my body as it did in the very beginning. So therefore, I am not going to experience the same level of decreased inflammation as I did in the beginning when I took the turmeric. And I know this for myself. Now, this is anecdotal information from me to you, that these things had helped to some extent, but not to a full extent. And I'll, I'll provide a solution momentarily. Think about vitamins that you get in a plastic bottle from the store. A compressed thing of what might have vitamin K, iron, calcium, blah, blah, blah. It's compressed, this unit, this thing that is processed in a plant somewhere else that you're then trying to... Uh, have in your body to do something. The other component to why supplements don't work, generally speaking, by and large, is that your body will only absorb so much of that crap. In other words, the amount of money that you spend for a monthly thing, your body will only take what it will want to take. And then the rest of it, you either urinate, it, you pee it out, you urinate, or you poop it out not to be graphic but that's just facts right so you're only absorbing so much if at all if your body is even absorbing the information at all you know supplements more often than not are not broken down in the way that you think that they are at a molecular level therefore you're secreting these things out and there's no use for you so you're really spending hundreds of dollars for nothing honestly But I'm not going to tell you to not take your supplements or to not take your homeopaths. I'm going to stick with the motto that I've always had, stuck with for years and years, but kind of got away from, and now I'm back to it again. Fresh is best. In other words, find someone who actually makes the concoctions on site. You might have a better chance at finding those types of people Uh, who work with uh, who work in the realm of traditional Chinese medicine because those concoctions are often made on the spot or pre-made just by a few days rather than buying your tincture from Amazon from God knows where and took God knows how long to create and to travel across God knows which state of the country to get to whichever store you go to to purchase that is then extracted from so why does, this, why does any of this matter? Well, I'm going to save myself uh, hundreds, hundreds of dollars, hundreds of dollars on stuff that I know does not have a long-term effect. And I'm not saying that because COVID happened that I'm now poo-pooing on natural supplements. Not at all. I'm just realizing facts that the body only will absorb X amount that you put in it all of the things that you buy that are quote unquote natural they're all processed items most of them are processed items maybe maybe not all but but uh, 99% of them are excuse me processed items someone asks oh what what kind of protein powder do you use girl i don't use protein powder anymore why because it's processed you're better off having some food right there ready to go as soon as you're finished with your workout Go home and eat. Don't don't make a protein shake. You don't need that. It's processed stuff. If anything, have your meal pre-made so that when you go to the gym and, and do a heavy lifting workout regimen, you come home, your meal is there ready to take in protein on demand. Rather than deferring to a processed item with uh, faux milk alternatives, I'm going to tell you, friends, I appreciate the coconut milk alternative beverages rather all coconut beverages and pea beverages but again friends those are all processed items think about it think about it pea milk really pea milk pea milk I mean just saying it sounds odd pea milk hmm think about what they have to do to create that now if you make your own ca- cashew milk or almond milk you know what Kudos. You get a golf clap. I'm golf clapping for you because that is exactly what you need to be doing. Make your own cashew milk, your own almond milk. If you can do it, you got the time to do it. You make that happen. That's different. Why? Fresh is best. Rather than going to the store, buying a carton of the stuff that was made somewhere else, packaged somewhere else and shipped from somewhere else and by the time you get your hands on it its vitality is less and they got to put a bunch of crap in it for it to live in a container on a shelf for a period of time until you get your hands on it so in other words you're not doing your body a lot of you're not doing your body uh, a whole heap of good by buying a bunch of processed You know, quote unquote, healthy things that are processed things. Do you see what I'm saying, friends? This industry is a multi-billion-dollar industry. The health industry is multi-billion-dollar. In other words, you're lining, you're helping to line the pockets of people who own these companies that have all these herbs and homeopaths and granted I'm not saying they all don't work some of them do but they do have a shelf life and they're not all meant to be taken every single day either and you really ought to consult with your doctor first if you have a medical condition before you take any type of herb because there might be a contraindication to the herb rendering your medication Um, problematic or having an adverse effect for you, which is not good. There have been countless studies on the efficacy of herbs and supplements for people with a variety of health issues. You know what happens at the end of all of those studies? There's just not enough data to suggest that these things actually work. They're all inconclusive, all of them. What does that tell you? It tells you that that though some may have, and those are the key words, right, may have an effect, may reduce inflammation, may um, reduce cardiovascular disease, may have an effect on blah, blah, blah. Some studies, quote unquote, suggest that this herb may do X and may do Y, but the key words are suggest and, quote-unquote, may. No doctor, no lab result test study, not not a single one conclusively says oil of oregano fights cancer cells. Not a single one of them say say it. Oil of oregano, which is what I use on occasion, um, is useful. I find it to be more effective for topical issues more than uh, ingesting the oil of oregano. Um, so I keep it around when I need to use it. Activated charcoal. We know for a fact works. You don't have to take it every day. I suppose you could, but I would look into that before doing that. I do take it when I need to take it. When I feel like I've eaten something that is having a, that is not agreeing with me. And I take activated charcoal to combat bloating, gas, indigestion, or any digestive issues, and that stuff works like a charm. So I keep my activated charcoal on on deck in the event that I need it. That's how that stuff works. Everything else, I went ahead and dumped out. poured it in the sink, threw it in the trash, all the plastic bottles, all the glass bottles, they're all in the recycling bin off and done. I'm done. So done. So what am I doing to make it right for myself? Well, I decided to break out my Breville juicer, pull it back out from wherever it was hiding, clean it off, dust it off, rinse it out, put it on the counter so it's right in my eyeline, and I'm back to juicing again. And see I did that for years. And it was great. I don't know why I stopped. I suppose with moving around from one place to the next bravel juicer gets put away i don't look at it it's not in my line of sight it gets forgotten and that's how it goes the juicer needs to be in your eye line you need to see it on the counter because it, it then it, it inspires you to use it so now it's back out and you know for today for example i went ahead and got all my green juice ingredients i got uh lacinato kale cucumber ginger a fuji apple italian parsley and I uh, want and a lime and that's it it's like six items or seven items kale parsley ginger apple cucumber um and lime for eight bucks now that's a giant I could probably go somewhere and and cut down that cost by a couple bucks and it was all organic, so I try to do organic because that's obviously the way to go uh, to just reduce the amount of pesticides that I am consuming. uh so with that in mind, I'm getting live chlorophyll. I don't need to have a chlorophyll in a bottle. It doesn't even make any it doesn't even make any sense. Think about it. You're getting something that comes from a a live item, a living item that then is cut or root re- pulled out from the ground and it's still there, it's still viable, it's still fresh, and you can juice it and then drink it right away, whereas with the chlorophyll in a bottle, that's extracted, processed, packaged, something else is added to it so that there's a shelf life, bottled, shipped from somewhere, driven somewhere, unpackaged, and then the shelves are stocked, and then you order it from Amazon or you go to Whole Foods and get it from the shelf. Why in the world would you buy chlorophyll in a bottle When you can simply juice, gosh, you can juice wheatgrass and get chlorophyll. Kale, Swiss chard, dandelion greens, a bunch of parsley. They're all green, which means they all have chlorophyll. So you will be doing your body a much better service by getting the items fresh rather than getting it in a bottle that's been shipped from some place that you have no idea where from. So... If you want to get into juicing, friends, I highly recommend it. And no, you don't need to pummel your body with a ton of juice. Your body will only take what it will need. See, that's the thing. Your body is intelligent enough to know what it needs and what it doesn't need. So by you drinking, you know, 24 ounces of fresh green juice in a day, which is fine if you're trying to cleanse and you're trying to urinate and poop for like, a few hours just to like get stuff out that's fine for a detox mission for a detox mission you can do that for a couple of days maybe three days i don't recommend going beyond that trust me i know i did the whole 30-day juice fast thing and it was cool but then after a while there was a problem with it my body just wasn't allocating uh i'm sorry not allocating calibrating well enough to that paradigm so i had to go back to supplementing and actually eating food but that's my body. Maybe your body functions differently with that thing. I don't recommend it is all I'm saying. Uh, do, do a little, you know, do a little digging on that point. All you need is an eight ounce glass of juice in the day, in the morning to start your day. Every day you can have a fresh eight ounce glass of juice. Boom. You're, you're getting all of the nutrients, phytonutrients, minerals, vitamins, All that stuff all wrapped up in this beautiful green juice in an eight ounce glass that you can consume the moment that you juice your products. Now I only make enough juice for three days because after that third day, it's a cutoff. The juice loses its vitality after the third day. Doesn't even taste right after the third day to me. It doesn't have the same the same crispness, the sharpness, the the power, the punch that it does the moment that I juice the products so I try to consume all of the juice within a three-day period of time and then I make a new batch so all of this to say rethink your supplement game look into it look into your supplement regime do you look in your cabinet and you see like 50 different bottles of this and that? And let me tell you, friends, some herbs don't pair well with other herbs. In other words, not all vitamins and minerals and herbs play nicely in the sandbox. So you are you might be taking a bunch of things that are not at all getting absorbed because the other things that you're taking are taking precedent in your body. And that's kind of how it goes when it comes to comp- compet- competition. want to say competitive herbs but the plants are competing with each other in your body this is why in an ayahuasca ceremony a dieta is strongly suggested before you actually engage with the plant medicine and that is to be done for a full 30 days and the dieta means no herbs no supplements No protein powders, no vitamins, no alcohol, no caffeine, no tobacco, no cannabis, no alcohol, if I didn't already say that, no meat, just basic, easy food, rice, legumes, beans, some vegetables, some fruit, but uh, super duper basic foods and a lot of water so a lot of water just purging the body with water you can have some herbal tea but not too much so in other words your body by the time you get to the ayahuasca ceremony and you're ingesting this brew that's freshly from cut and brewed from the vine but the medicine isn't having to compete with other things in your body and that's a good thing otherwise if there's a lot of pollutants in your body your body will have to excrete it in the form of vomiting and diarrhea. That's why for some people, that process is extreme. It was for me for the first couple of experiences with ayahuasca. The third time, I got a, I got the clue. I got the memo, and so I went ahead and performed the dieta for the month before I actually engaged with the third ceremony, in which case my body responded very favorably. But that's, again, that's anecdotal. That's my experience. I share all this with you, friends. Think about your supplement situation. Try not to burn up your pocket with a bunch of things that aren't really getting, you know, used in your body anyway. Um, And think about something more living. Eat more live fruits and vegetables. Eat more raw fruits and vegetables. You'll get everything that you need. Your body will take exactly what it needs for the day that it needs it. And it's not going to take any more or less than it actually needs. Because if you try to bombard your body with a bunch of things, it will do two things. It will urinate it out or it will your body will poop it out, period. That's it. So again, you're wasting product, wasting money if you're doing too much. Don't go hard or go home when it comes to fruits, vegetables and juice and all of that. Balance your diet out, but do incorporate you know, raw fruits and vegetables on a daily basis. And if you don't get enough of the chewing in, which we need to chew, you know, have a little juice in the morning each morning and that'll do the job. That's my, that's my spiel. I hope you got something out of it. Thanks for tuning in. I'll check back in with you very soon.